Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Today is kind of a topic that I've been wanting to touch on. I think I made a TikTok or an Instagram about it a few weeks ago, but it's all about how to cope with less sunlight and shorter days during the wintertime. And I know that a lot of us kind of deal with, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say seasonal depression because I know that it's not always depression. Sometimes it's just like seasonal sadness. That's what I like to call it. You just kind of feel a little bit more down during the winter. You're not feeling like your total full self and you're lacking energy. You know what I mean? Like all those things. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I do think it's a really important conversation to have. So I'm excited to have it with you today. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and hop into our weekly segments. Something I'm loving, something I'm doing, and something I'm working on. Okay, so something I'm loving right now is photography. I actually bought my first camera last week or maybe, no, it actually was last week and I've honestly just been having the best time with it. I ended up getting it because I've been trying to figure out what I want to do for a hobby and I know that might sound really silly but I've never really understood what I like a lot. I've just never, I've never known. Even when I was in college choosing my major, I had no idea what I wanted to do and I still feel like I have no idea what I want to do and the same thing applies to my hobbies. I've never really had anything that stood out to me aside from maybe like art or writing but sometimes you just want to switch things up so I decided I want to learn photography. So I think I'm going to try and take some classes that are happening in town and I'm really just trying to get out and photograph new things. I'm really interested in street photography but I don't know if I have like the guts to do that yet like be in public in that way because I am really anxious and just shy in that sense but I am really excited to just start shooting and seeing kind of what creativity can come from it. My boyfriend and I went out to a park the other day just to do some photography there and he's using one of my older cameras and I'm using the new one I got. If you're curious, I got the Fujifilm X-E4. I was going back and forth between that camera and the X-100V because I feel like everyone's raving about that one, but I didn't want to get that one just because it was like a trend. I wanted to get one that I felt would be suitable for what I wanted to do with like changing lenses and stuff like that, which don't take my word for anything. I don't know what I'm talking about, but just from what I was learning, like I was watching a bunch of videos on it, this seems like a camera that will give me the kind of film simulation look that I'm interested in without needing to actually learn how to use an actual film camera. So I'm super excited about that and I've really been enjoying it. I feel like once you start a new hobby, what happens to me at least is I go full throttle into it at the very beginning and then I hit a point where maybe I lose some interest and I'm definitely guilty of doing that with other things. I forgot what it is that I was trying to do. I think I tried to make jewelry and it lasted for like three months and it was doing really well. Like I was having a lot of fun with it, but then sometimes I just lose interest and then I'll pick it back up later, you know, down the line. It always happens that way, but I think that photography might stick but I say that every time so we will see I'll give you guys an update in a few months on how I'm still liking it or if I'm still liking it but I have a pretty good feeling about it so I've really been enjoying that okay and moving on to something I'm doing I have really been trying to just kind of differentiate how I keep track of my habits, how I keep track of my schedule and stuff. I've always been a very digital person and I think I always will be, but I love the feeling of like actually handwriting stuff on the paper. But then I've also been kind of like experimenting with things that aren't only my bullet journal. So I actually have a little whiteboard next to me right now and on it I have my weekly cleaning schedule, my workout schedule, my daily habits, and my to-do list for this week. 
and it's a lined whiteboard so it looks like it's a piece of paper but it's a whiteboard it's from mc squares they sent it to me a while ago this isn't sponsored or anything but i am using it pretty frequently now and it's really just convenient and i like that i can just erase it at the end of each week to restart the next week especially with like tasks and daily habits if you check it at the end of the day just erase it and redo it in the morning so i've really been doing that a lot lately which is different for me because i'm normally the person to just do everything on notion and not to say i don't love notion because i'm literally recording this with my notes that i took on notion um i'm pretty much always going to use notion and use other digital assets online but i do want to just kind of switch things up because i'm feeling like in the new year i'm gonna you know start doing more planning on my ipad which i have a surprise coming for you guys soon and just kind of just change things up, I guess. I'm just curious on if there's any kind of planning method that I haven't experimented with and if I would like it more than what I'm doing now. My current setup is pretty simple. I do everything on Notion and then I transfer dates and stuff like that to my calendar and then I have my bullet journal for more like, I guess, inspirational things. But yeah, so that's something I'm doing is just trying to switch up how I keep track of everything and I've been liking the whiteboard next to me so far. I just have it on my desk and I feel like it's just really convenient and it's also been keeping me way more accountable than I feel like digital stuff does because when you're keeping track of your life on a digital page or whatever like that, as soon as you close your laptop or close your phone, it's like you forget about what you're doing. At least with this, I see it every time I sit down at my desk so I'm like reminded of what I need to get done which has been something I've really been needing lately. Okay and finally something I'm working on is just becoming more confident in myself. I feel like self-love and self-acceptance has been a journey that I've been on for years now and I'm definitely not at the end of the journey. I don't think the journey ever ends really but it has been something that I've really been working on. Just becoming more confident in who I am, more confident in you know my appearance. That has been something that's been super hard for me for so long. I've definitely been very self-conscious my whole life. I'm very aware of how I look and I feel like I'm very aware of myself in social settings especially. Like I I get the feeling like sometimes I forget how to walk when I'm like walking. I'm like, oh my gosh, like am I walking weird? So I'm very aware and very conscious of all that. And I've really just been trying to become more confident in myself and realize that like, hey, if anybody else is thinking something, it doesn't matter. You know, I know my own worth. I know who I am. And that's what matters at the end of the day. So I think that I've just been really struggling with trying to grow in that self-confidence. And it's always something that I'm working on. But especially in the past week, I've really been just trying to do things that put me out of my comfort zone as far as my comfortability with like myself in that sense. So I've been wearing things that I maybe normally wouldn't wear. I've been just kind of doing things that maybe are just different for me. I've honestly been wearing eyeliner and stuff like that since I was like 14 and it's just been my go-to every morning. I've got my makeup routine down and getting comfortable with not wearing eyeliner is such a weird feeling because sometimes it feels like I'm it's like taking away a part of myself because I've grown to almost identify with it in a weird way but I think that that's just part of growing up and changing things about ourselves and learning that you know if things do change or whatever like that it's still okay you can still be confident in yourself and I don't know what I'm saying really but that's something I've been working on is just growing my self-confidence Okay, well, thank you guys for listening to that. I love doing our little weekly catch-ups. I've gotten some DMs of you guys telling me your weekly segments, like, in a different way, like, something you're doing or something you're loving, and I absolutely love when you guys DM me that type of stuff, so definitely DM me if you just want to chat for a second. I would absolutely love that, and I pretty much get back to every single DM I get as long as I'm able to get there in time before it, like, gets hidden or whatever like that. But without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's topic, how to cope with less sunlight in shorter days during winter. 
All right, let's be real. Does anyone really enjoy watching the sunset at 4.30 p.m.? I really don't think so. And if you do, then I mean to each their own. But I am definitely the one who cannot stand how early the sun is setting. It kills my mood. It makes me feel less energized, less productive. I slow down completely. And it really is because the sunlight just fades so quickly. You know, unless you're a night owl, the shorter days during winter paired with the fading sunlight can really have an impact on your life. And I think that that's something that we really need to talk a little bit more about. This year, I actually started implementing a few things into my day-to-day -day life to help me cope with the cold and dreary nights. So if you're looking for a checklist of easy things that you can do to help deal with this, then here you go. This is for you. I've broken it down into a couple sections for you guys just to make it easier. I'm going to introduce them at the start of each new section so you can take notes if you need to. I really do find this list helpful and it's something that I have to keep in mind in my own day-to-day -day life as well. I just find it to be something that I almost need a constant reminder of. So if I have a sticky note with, you know, my checklist of how to deal with these shorter days and cold nights or whatever like that, if I put that sticky note on my desk, I will see it and I'll be reminded of things I should be doing in order to help me cope with less sunlight, cope with shorter days and everything like that. So if you want to take notes, I really encourage it. It's something that I do a lot when listening to podcasts, which might sound a little weird, but it is super helpful, especially if you're just trying to improve yourself as a whole. Number one, embrace your night routine. Now I'm a morning person, but I can definitely appreciate a good night routine. So something I've been doing lately is really just trying to embrace it. I embrace my night routine and I really do go all the way with it. I'm not gonna, you know, cut corners with this. I take longer showers. I drink warm drinks like tea or hot cocoa and I just let myself indulge in things like binge-worthy tv series or movies or romance novels anything that makes the night just feel a little bit more special and in the same way where I feel like there's a trend to really romanticize your life during the summertime you're going on trips you're staying up late you're going out with friends you're you know doing all these crazy things you can also romanticize wintertime in a different way by really embracing your night routine and turning it into almost a whole ritual for yourself. By adding these special moments into my night routine, I really started to notice that I started to look forward to the sun setting instead of dreading it. And that was pretty big for me because up until that point, I had really felt like, okay, as soon as the sun sets, the day is over, let's just veg. Let's just sit on the couch, do nothing, and that will be that until the morning when the sun rises again. And while it's totally important for us to get rest, I feel like what ends up happening is as soon as the sun sets, I become really lazy and I stop wanting to do anything, not because I don't want to do it, but just because I just, you know, stop feeling like it. And I know that if I were to inspire myself to get moving again and just change up my night routine, that I would enjoy my nights a lot more than I would if I was just laying on the couch. Creating positive memories linked with something that we aren't fond of is a really powerful way to get through tough spots with a positive mindset. And we can really do this with any area of our lives too. So it's a great tool to keep in your toolbox. Once you learn how to really properly do it, it comes hand it comes in handy so often. Like I use it all the time. Like let's say for example, I have to work on, you know, editing something or I have to work on a project. I will, you know, throw on a cozy fireplace, like lo-fi screen on the TV and create a whole environment for myself that makes the entire experience more enjoyable. So I kind of want you to do the same thing with your night routine and these early sunsets. You're going to create a night routine that really makes it enjoyable. It's not going to be something that you're sad about anymore. You're not, you know, you might feel sad that the sun sets so early, but you're also going to feel a sense of excitement because you have a night routine that you really enjoy to look forward to. So the next time you see the sun go down and feel immediate dread, like I sometimes do, try having a spa night instead or watching that movie that you've been eyeing. Really make it an experience for you that you will look forward to, that you will have positive attachment to, because that's how you're going to be able to 
change your mindset in that sense from the sun setting being a bad thing to the sun setting just being kind of a little new mini chapter in your day-to-day life. You'll find that you start viewing your night routine as an opportunity to indulge in life's pleasures that aren't reliant on sunshine. Number two, set an earlier bedtime. Now this one might seem obvious, but I thought I'd throw it in here nevertheless. If the sun sets earlier, go to bed earlier. By setting an early bedtime, I'm really able to enjoy my mornings even more. And like I said, I'm not a night person. I'm a morning person for sure. So having an extra hour earlier in the morning to go for a workout before starting my day can really just set me kind of up for a great day. Like for example, I'm currently trying to go to bed at 9 p.m. instead of my usual 10 or 11 p.m. and I'll just wake up an hour or two earlier in the morning. It's honestly been the best for me. Like even my boyfriend noticed that I am such a morning person. I just thrive in the morning. I feel my best in the morning. I'm the most creative in the morning. And so instead of staying up later at night, kind of feeling like, oh my gosh, like today kind of sucked because the sun sets so early or, you know, I'm just not feeling good because the weather's all gross. Instead of feeling that way, I just go to bed earlier and I wake up in the morning and I feel refreshed and it just works out a lot better for me that way. You know, after years of fighting the seasonal sadness, I've learned to really view my life in seasons the same way that the earth does. So when it's summer, I'm up and ready for anything. And when it's winter, I take it as a sign to slow down and rest. So by setting an earlier bedtime and maybe getting more sleep during the winter, I'm really allowing my body to kind of almost sync with the season and slow down and rest and relax and recharge because maybe we should start viewing winter as instead of like this almost having like a negative overtone to it, like a negative um, feeling of like, oh, sadness or dreariness or whatever like that, we can start viewing the winter months as a opportunity to really recharge. And I think that that mindset shift is what really helped me embrace the winter time this year instead of dread it. And by viewing your life in seasons, it really just gives you an opportunity to embrace what's right in front of you instead of find reasons to maybe not like it as much. And I feel like I'm definitely guilty of that. I will I'm, I'm like the number one person if I want to catastrophize a situation, I will take something that might be a small issue and turn it into a really big issue really fast just because I have a negative mindset towards it. And I definitely do that with the winter time a lot. I'm like, okay, it's cold outside. I feel gross. I'm not happy. Therefore, I will just be sad and in a slump for the rest of the season. And I've done that before. And I feel like we all experience feelings like that because it's totally natural. Like, you know, you go from summer months of fun and sunshine to colder months where you're not feeling as great. And I feel like it's natural to experience a mood shift. But what I find so powerful about being able to change our mindsets and change things like setting an earlier bedtime is that we're really able to reframe how we view the season, how we view the current circumstance in a positive light. And I think that that's what's so important about this. So if you set an earlier bedtime, you can get up earlier, enjoy the sun in the morning, or you can simply just get an extra hour of sleep during the winter because your body probably needs it. Number three, make time to get outside. It can be really easy to fall into the never leave the house mode during the winter. The weather isn't all that great and daylight is usually over by the time most of us get out of work but it's still important to spend time outside when we're able to and I really want to encourage you to do that in any way you can you know last winter I went out with some friends and I did a picnic in the back of my car we opened up the trunk sat in the back and just kind of enjoyed the crisp air without needing to leave the comfort of the blankets that we were all bundled up in and it you know was a really fun experience and we were able to get outside and you still experience the same feeling of you know, going for a walk in the park during the summertime, you know, you still get that same 
you're looking at trees or looking at people who are also out and about, you still get that same feeling even if you're not the one out walking around because it's too cold. If you get creative with it, there are really a ton of ways you can make time to get outside without it needing to be an uncomfortable experience. Making the most out of the daylight we do have is something that I've been doing more often this year and I've definitely noticed a difference in how I feel kind of overall. It is a little bit tricky because I know that my situation is going to be different from yours. I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it is pretty hot here pretty much all year round. Up until a few weeks ago, it was still like 70 degrees outside. So obviously my situation is I can go out to a park and it's not going to be snowing. For those of you who are, you know, snowed in, I have family in Buffalo, New York, and they experienced a massive snowstorm. So they were all snowed in. Obviously, they can't go out for a walk in the park right now. If that's your current situation too, I really encourage that you look into getting some sort of sunlight lamp. I have found that those are really, really beneficial for me, especially when I'm experiencing a bit of that seasonal sadness. Getting a bit of artificial sunlight is still enough to trick your brain into feeling that kind of good serotonin that you do get from the sun. But yeah, I just want to say that even though making time to get outside and experiencing, you know, nature in a different way during the winter time can be difficult for some, if you do have the opportunity to do so, I would really recommend that you try it out. It has made such a big difference in how I'm feeling during the winter time. So if it's, you know, available to you, if you're able to go for a walk in the park, if you're able to, you know, go on a hike and just bundle yourself up, I would really recommend that you just give it a shot. It's you know, I feel like sometimes during the winter time we hibernate and I think that's normal if you're living in a climate where it's necessary. But if you are like me and you're not in a climate where it's necessary, make time to get outside and don't let yourself succumb to just, you know, never leave the house mode during the winter. And last but not least, number four is to get cozy. Take this opportunity to really get cozy. Winter time is perfect for this. Add some extra blankets to your living room couch and treat yourself to a hot coffee on your way home. Getting cozy during the winter months is my secret to not letting the lack of sunshine get me down. You really do need to change your mindset towards this time of the year. It was really hard for me to do this, if we're being honest, but it's been the common theme throughout this whole podcast. You know what I mean? Like our mindset dictates everything. So if we start viewing the winter months as you know, a holiday time of like cute decorations and cute coffees and, you know, good food, then we can start to feel better about the whole season as a whole. Instead of thinking of the wintertime as cold and groggy, think of it as cozy and comfy. I would really feel like, you know, using those different words has a massive impact on how we view it. And that's what's so cool is that we're really able to just romanticize everything about our lives, even if it's not something that we initially thought could be romanticized. And I know that that has been a big trend on TikTok for the past few years, like romanticizing your life. And I'm not saying you need to, you know, buy a new blanket in order for you to feel cozy during the wintertime and to beat seasonal sadness. But I am saying that if you have an extra blanket laying around the house, toss it on the couch or, you know, watch a holiday movie or drink a coffee. Do things that really make you feel warm and cozy inside and it's going to start making you look forward to the winter months instead of dread them. Other ways to feel cozy is to really create ambient lighting in your home. This is something that I've been doing. I set up the Christmas tree a while ago and I turn that on at night instead of like my overhead light because I'm definitely not an overhead light gal. But if you just create an environment that feels cozy to be in, it really does make all the difference. Like I don't have a fireplace in my home, but I do have a TV screen and I look up the YouTube fireplace and I throw it on there and it might sound cheesy and ridiculous, but it really is just a way to make me feel cozier about the wintertime and make me feel happier about the season that we're in. Because I think that if we limit ourselves to only being happy and excited during 
you know, spring and summer, we're really going to limit ourselves to what we can enjoy in life. And we are, you know, essentially cutting out an entire section of life that can be so enjoyable if we just give it a shot. Let me do a quick recap and then I'm going to wrap it up for you guys. Number one, embrace your night routine. Really just kind of dive into things that you want to do at night that maybe you haven't before. If you want to take a longer shower, if you want to, you know, do a hair mask, do a face mask, if you want to start cooking at night, make new meals, really embrace your night routine as a whole and start to look forward to the sun setting instead of dreading it. Number two is to set an earlier bedtime. This one can be tough if you're not somebody who likes to go to bed early, but if you are somebody who is struggling with these, you know, early sunsets, then definitely try to go to bed an hour earlier and then wake up an hour earlier the next day. I've been doing that and it's really just changed how I feel throughout the past couple of weeks. It really just makes the biggest difference in the sense that I'm able to enjoy the sunshine in the morning and really just get a better start to my day. And my day ends before I'm able to feel sad about, you know, how early the sunset, if that makes sense. Number three, make time to get outside if you're able to, you know, go for a walk, go for a hike, go for a picnic in the park, do something outside that's going to let that sunshine still hit you because it's still there. It just is going away a little bit earlier than we would all like it to. If you're not able to go outside because it's too cold or because your current climate, then I would recommend that you try to check out some sort of natural sunlight kind of imitator that you can bring indoors. I've heard that they do wonders for people and I have a sunset lamp that really kind of changes my mood as well. So I would definitely recommend just checking those out. And lastly, number four, get cozy. Start to shift your mindset about winter from, you know, cold and dreary to comfy and cozy. That's what I want us to focus on. If we start to, you know, embrace these extra blankets and the hot coffees and the, you know, hot chocolates, use that as an opportunity to get cozy during the winter time and to really romanticize that part of your life. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you're able to take some of these tips to help yourself cope with this less sunlight and shorter days thing that we have during the winter. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps me out a ton and it also helps this podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But thank you again for listening. I appreciate it more than you know, and I'll talk to you all next week on Onwards and Upwards.